Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Bitten, the best podcast ever. Right. Which is now also a live show. If you're checking us out on Retrofizz, we love your face. That said, uh, this is episode 40. Dude, it, that, that is a surreal number. That That is, we have sat down to do, not, not counting the other iterations of us doing this, but this iteration alone, which is our newest iteration, we've done this. I think we've actually done more of these than any other one. I'm now. pretty sure now we we have we have surpassed our our other things. all our other ones. Yes, which is just kind of crazy. But it feels so good. It does. It really does. And not only that, we've spun off into doing things like bitten plays now, where yes. like instead of instead of cannibalizing our playtime with podcast stuff. We basically just been able to play games together, which I love. And Smite this Absolutely. past week was litty. Smite, dude, Smite's one of my favorite bitten plays I think we've done oh, so far. So like good. it was just a good game. Uh and like trying to learn that game when when before I've played Smite before and it didn't go great because I was doing lanes and the person that was also playing was not a very a nice person, but we'll you know, we don't have to divulge <laughs> into that. Um, but yeah, tell me more. No, yeah. don't, don't, don't. Yeah, yeah, he's used <laughs> language that I can't really use without you know having to go on Dr. Phil afterwards. Yikes. Um, but yeah, it's it's but yeah, like yesterday play or the other day playing arena and stuff like that. Like, I, 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 I kind of want to go back to that unless we got something new next week. No, dude, I'm dude. If we want to, we want to start rocking out some more smite, I'm down. Yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, it, I'm, I'm not going to be mad at it. It's, it's, Honestly, like Smite is one of those games I used to I used to do a lot of Smite playing with with uh you know my my IRL like longtime dudes. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. funny because I say that I'm like, we've known each other for like three years. It's fine. More than that, yeah. actually, like four. God. <laughs> Time flies. You know. It does, dude. Like, but basically the guys that I don't I don't see or play with often, we do our Friday thing. Like we used to yeah, play a yeah, lot yeah. of Smite. And and we would play arena a ton and then they started wanting to be like more advanced and start playing lanes and stuff and yeah, lanes yeah, yeah. to me just aren't as fun like i i like the whole I, simplicity of just you you're in a big like coliseum like, yeah big and, circle fight and <laughs> like minion, go for it it's it's just minions going to get to one portal yeah. their minions coming to get to your portal and killing each other in the process like i like good i'm good with lane that. lanes are a strategy uh um additive that I, I i don't really need so my thing is i'm not really a moba player i don't right. care about mobas i don't watch mobas never have cared now, like don't get me wrong like the international is kind of a cool thing to see cool uh and, th and stuff like that when that goes on with dota um just because the prize pool is so huge like seeing all these right. people compete for that much money over over mm -hmm. that game is kind of neat um anything but, is neat seeing that much money yeah you're true true you're not wrong like i would watch halo doing that uh, easily, Truth. but it's, it's, it's one of those things that, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't care about that world enough to, or that kind of game enough to really just be like, yay lanes, like all this other <laughs> garbage in there now. Like I, yeah, yeah, it does not matter to me whatsoever. So like arena is completely fine. And I love that game mode. Well, so what I will say is this, <clears throat> if we ever want to experiment with lanes, they have single lane modes. And I like those because it's basically like tug of war, except you're pushing instead of pulling. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so you're constantly fighting to break down each other's towers. And so then, then it really becomes about like these real fun strategies of unit comps. And, yeah, yeah. and your builds are a little different and the, the attrition is a little different. 
and there's yeah. there's still like power ups, but now you're like fighting over the same power ups instead of having your own power ups. So yeah. it, it adds a, a little bit of complexity without well, getting learning, like dumb. Like yeah, three lanes to like, me is too much. It's way yeah, too well, damn much. Well, I mean, like one lane alone, is fun. Learning how to build a character is is. I don't want to say difficult, but it's time consuming, right? Like it's it it's one of those things that you know. Learning how to like, okay, this character is a mage. What's going to be good for a mage? How is that going to interact with like the other things or what the other people are playing and stuff like that? You know, it's just, it's, it's a lot more to it than what you would have. I don't know. Like, no, Boba's it is. Like and, the, this, and the hard Boba's part, are like this different beast. And it's also like, that's one of the reasons I also don't really play like RTSs. Yeah. It because takes a like, long. I just, I don't curve, like, man. Yeah, I, well, I mean, it's just like this managerial aspect that I'm not super interested in. Yeah, I, the the thing with the thing with those two is that playing lanes, even just a single lane, the level yeah. up strategy is different than arena too. So yeah. when you get comfortable like leveling up in arena, you're like, oh, cool, I've got my build, and then you take right. that to lanes, and you're like. God, this takes forever because you don't have as many minions. You don't have as many interactions. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it takes longer to do the same thing in, in a lane in many respects. So you have to, even then you have to change up your build or, or use different characters, which is good because it forces you into the variety of the game. But at the same right, time, right. we talked about this, right? If we only want to play this game like once a week, yeah, and just have fun with it. Well, that, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I don't want to learn ten different gods so that I can figure out how to do it. I just want to yeah. learn like one class of gods and maybe two gods within that class, and yep. then just be really good with them and have that be it. Yeah, dude. Uh, Macaulay uh, Kukulkan, like I found that Kukulkan. dude. Kukulkan. Like Kukulkan. after playing after playing Ares, like what five or six games in a row, yeah, and then yeah. finding that dude. Oh. So much freaking better, man! It's dude, so yeah. It, there's it some fun mages, dude. I think I think the mage yeah. class you'll dig on. It's good. Yeah, once you once you really find like once you once you find where you're supposed to be, it just feels good, man. It speaks to you. But I mean that like that's the problem with I I I see I don't know I guess the, like that can happen like when caught like True. I guess any game now I can't say anything because like that can be in. Like learning a build is in like every other game now. Like you know, from Bloodborne to Ape to Apex Legends to to Call of Duty now. Like learning what Division, a character can do Anthem. and like Team Comp Overwatch. Like yeah, I, I guess I guess it goes to like what kind of like I don't mind it in Division. I don't mind it in Overwatch. I don't mind it in in well, Apex. I'm I don't, I don't really dig on that much anymore. Um, like yeah, I, I I don't know. I guess if it's your thing, it's your thing, and it's one of those things like. Smite's not necessarily my thing, but when I play it with friends, it's fun. Yeah, and I, and I think that's ultimately again that's that's where I fall into. I like how we weren't going to talk about uh, we we're going to talk about Sekiro and no, we are. We're totally going to talk about Sekiro. So all right, so <laughs> no, let, let's like, let's we had a, we had a fun side we've had a sun, fun side side romp into Smiteville because mainly because yeah. so so this this show right let's let's. Whoop, kind of cutting over and let's restart this yeah. welcome again to episode four no uh oh. <laughs> and just ignore <laughs> pretend like that didn't happen and new mic cut edit no. in post <laughs> edit in post a little no. closer to my mouth than usual like you know when i stream it's like back here a little bit but when i you when i podcast i bring it up a little bit to get need, all the sultry tones. you need the sultry tones so exactly man the 
So the the whole point of of this this particular show in the month. This is the third yeah. the third supposed to be the third podcast of the month or the third show of the month. We're supposed to kind of pick a game in April that that kind of gets our gets our juices flowing and really dive into yep. it. And and so, you know, we did that with Smite and now we're done. No. Uh we we just discovered Smite I, I I've been playing Smite for a while. Boom kind of had had played Smite before. We and like you said, we we picked it up on Bit and Plays and it was just a lot of fun. So it's definitely yeah. worth um, dropping in there. And then also for Mixer specific folks that are listening to this, there's there's a bunch of Mixer slash high res um, kind of relationship things going on right now where you can actually earn Mixer points by watching people play. Yeah, like Realm Royale and Paladins and uh, and and Smite. On Mixer, right. so you can right. actually earn in-game stuffs that you can only get from watching on Mixer now through that. So it's pretty cool and it's worth talking about. But yeah, this this is supposed to be kind of like our our April kind of pick of the month, and and I think that for for all the games that came out in April, we really just don't give a crap. <laughs> no, not really, dude. <laughs> At least there hasn't like, been anything the, that came the, out the yet. Two, well, the two I'm interested in, Steam World Quest and and Days Gone literally don't come out until next week like de- next week the 26th i think is days okay and we're back as yes we as, are as, back as boom needs to take a drink of his coffee because puppy yes. problems sometimes <sighs> i have dad things that get in the middle of this and yeah. he now has puppy dad things puppy. In the Dude, middle of i love it the problem is the puppy's like 50 pounds and so literally it's like it's like a roaming like it's literally like four roaming uh bowling balls uh just you know <laughs> just all strapped together around just... the room yeah so all right so to continue to continue conversation there really wasn't anything in april that's that's getting our getting our gusto going so we said hey what what came out late in march that we really enjoyed and we can talk about and that is sekiro so yeah sekiro you you haven't beaten but you've played a fair amount no of. i i've probably put at this point maybe 15 hours into it and i, mean, I know solid effort depending on your playthrough like it you know that can either be almost all of the game or 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 like a fifth of the game so no i i feel like i've played it enough to actually know about it and talk about it like i'm you know i haven't played enough to like review it sure because i've only beaten i want to say maybe four or five bosses six bosses in it yeah i mean again you know? I, I i'm trying to think of the last one i think like that my next boss i think was going to be the um the headless ape dude Ooh. That's a good fight. Yeah, That's I think he was fight. going to be. Yeah, I think. So you you made a pretty linear to... progression. So I I yeah I didn't I didn't be, uh, go off the beaten path too much. And I also found out that the um, merchant, you know, right there before the the ogre. Yes. Um. So you know how you had him. I didn't. Why? Because I killed him in the dream. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, "This guy is this guy's looting people." Not on my watch. I am a justice You're shinobi. shinobi of justice, and yeah. So being a shinobi of justice literally screwed me out of being being able to buy materials. Eh, he wasn't that important. I mean, let's be real. He wasn't all that important. I, I'm just saying, like, it, it's a game where you can, you know, cut oh, you off can, your nose to spite your face. You can, you can, but he was not that yeah, important. Just, so you're still fine. So anyway, let's let's preface. So for for Pete, let's catch people up. For those that don't know yeah. what Sekiro is, Sekiro is is a game that released 
uh, in late March, and it is by mm -hmm. From Software. So the same developer that has brought Dark us Souls, Demon Bloodborne, Souls, Dark Souls, and Demon Bloodborne. Souls. Yes, all so, all, all the Soulsborne games. games. The Soulsborne yes. games. The games that everybody likes yeah, to break their controllers Sekiro, I, Yeah, we need to add Sekiro to us. So, so, Soulsborne Row Ooh, is, like is now the, pref the, the preferred term. The Soulsborne Row. Souls, Soulsborne Row. There we go. Yeah. Soulsborne yeah. Row. You know, add some flair to it. Yeah. So Sekiro is basically the story of, of, a, of, a, of a shinobi, a guy who's, who's a ninja, and he works for, for this, this clan, right? And, yep. and his, his backstory is basically as a kid, his village, town, or whatever was invaded or raided, and everyone was killed, and this guy, who they called Owl, basically rescued him, so to speak, and made yeah. him his kid and taught him how proxy, to be a shinobi. Proxy father. Yes. And, and the whole, the whole um, story, you're basically trying to protect this young boy who's like the master, who's the, the last in the yeah. line of the Ashina clan, and he has some special, some special blood that they refer to as the dragon heritage, which has the ability yeah. to bring people back to life. And so... What you end up finding, and, and this is going to try to do this as spoiler free as possible, but you know you're 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 essentially protecting this young lord throughout the game, and various things will happen yeah. where where you know you have to be put to the test. And then there's multiple endings, as there are in any From Software game. And mm -hmm. to get the one that I got, took me quite a while. Like yeah, you, you said, you, you put like 15, chose, 20 hours in. You, I, you chose the long way around, right? I chose like the chose long like, path. Well, yeah. there's. There's there's multiple ways to do it. So there's there's um there's kind of a a very bad ending, yes. and then there's a series of goodish endings, and the very bad ending is the streamlined one. So basically, you you get hit with a choice what would be considered potentially either half or three quarters of the way through the game, depending on if you pick it or not. And yeah. then once you pick that ending, you're you're it. Like you, if you pick the bad ending, yeah. you're you're talking maybe like an hour after you pick the bad ending, you're done. If you pick the good ending, you've got a lot more game ahead of you to deal with. It's like you. college. Like some people really want to finish it as soon as possible, and other people want to take the long way around to get the satisfying sure. ending. And and I really enjoy the game, so I was trying to you know do what I could. And luckily, yeah. again, I have I have two guys that I got to give a lot of credit. You know, uh, Gage and and Red Menace. They Dude, they both kind of like a walkthrough. It's insane. Yeah, they do. They they sherpa me through these games uh, to to the extent to where I'm like, all right, so where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? And Gage give a lot gave Gage a lot of credit. He figured out how to get um, these super secret endings and kind of walk me through the process to to yeah. get to get the steps to unlock these endings so that I had these options. And I I thought that it was it was super cool and very gratifying to be able to do that. But again, it took me 53 hours. So there's a lot of game there. If you if you want to now the fun part about that is is I went back after I beat the game like the same night I beat it I was like all right well I still have like an hour left let me just go back and start a brand new game and just see if my yeah. skills you know, if is it is my skill that helps me early oh, dude, game sure or is it, it carry over to make it just where you obliterated everything early well, in the new game. game plus new game plus is an option but I started completely fresh so I didn't have any of my buffs my health my nothing and I'm like I wonder I wonder if I can still you know, really rush through some of these sections like I could in late game because I'm so much more comfortable with the combat. And the answer to that right. question is, of course, I shredded people. the The first mini boss that I probably took, I mean, just to get to the to the ogre, which is a fairly early mini boss in the game, took me yeah. almost like 
I think it was in my second stream that I ended up actually fighting him, and it took me like an hour-ish yeah. to beat him, like to feel comfortable fighting and beating him. I took out the first mini-boss and the ogre within 30 minutes of playing the game. Good God, dude. Without any of the proper buffs needed, you know, or the potential now, you, proper buffs to beat up, him. Have you looked up the speedruns or anything for, I for that game? I haven't. Okay, I know I'll, that I there are people the that have. that game is right now. It's, it's not long. I know there's people that I, I'm crush sure. that game. Yeah, like uh, it's it's probably sub a couple hours. Well, I mean, it's, oh, I was gonna say there's some bosses that you can skip. Like, like there's a ton usual, of optional bosses. Yeah, like literally a ton of optional bosses. A lot of the reasons that you fight bosses in the game period are either to to help you um, get. Okay, no, I'm gonna before we get into that, I'm gonna level set again because I want to make sure we do this in some kind of organization. So. Sure, sure. So, so now you kind of have the background of Sekiro and, and kind of yes. how much time you can put into the game. Um, the, the point of the game, the point of the game, in, it involves uh, it involves Gitana, you know, Shinobi heavy content. You have uh, some, some really improved movement from the previous From Software games because you have a grapple hook that has yes. no cooldown. You can grapple as much as you want. And there's Which is no super satisfying as well. Like, it it's is. like jumping from like rooftop to rooftop and like jumping down and then like grappling real quick and like flinging yourself up is like one of the best feelings in the game, in my opinion. And to, on top of that, anyone that's familiar with from software games knows that there's a familiar, there's, there's common threads between all those games. And it usually has to do with how the boss fights are structured. It has to do with, with kind of the technique that you apply to the game where, you know, you, you typically are a little bit more back off. You, you stand off yeah. a little bit and then you look for openings and you punish and then you back off. again. Right. And then you look for openings and you punish and then you back off again. And Sekiro still has some of that. But well, it's got, but yeah, the posture system, right? But but there is no stamina anymore. And so the reason yeah. that that system exists in previous games is because you have such short amounts of stamina that you have to manage in the previous Soulsborne games. You, you pretty much can only get two, three, maybe four hits in before... You have no stamina yeah. left, and if you completely drain your stamina, you can't dodge the boss attack, then you're a sitting mm -hmm. duck. So you really have to like manage that in your boss fights in, in all of those previous games. Now, in this game, you have infinite stamina. You have infinite stamina and infinite yeah. grapple use, so your movements can be so fast and, and can well, just I be mean, relentless. Like, this game feels like, like you said, like the other game was like dodge and hit when you can. This is like lean 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 until it breaks exactly so they and they so, replace that yeah. like you said with the posture system so you now yeah. you now have vitality which is just your health and posture and and essentially what you're doing is is posture is the important thing there are certain mechanics that that will damage your posture and you basically want to try and damage your enemy's posture until it breaks and then you can execute what's called a death blow and some enemies yeah. are are will have a single death blow some will have two death blows. Some will even have more than that in some cases, uh, depending on the boss. And and it's uh, it's just this really cool system because you're no longer constantly looking at the enemy's health bar going like, all right, did I almost beat him? Did I almost beat him? Did I almost beat him? Right, because right, in many yeah. cases, if you, if you counter correctly, which if you do a perfect deflections, it damages their posture. So if you can execute a series of perfect deflections, you can actually go through an entire fight where you don't have to swing your sword at all in, in an attack. Mm -hmm. You can be completely defensive, um, but staying engaged. Like you have to stay close right. and, and constantly baiting out these deflects and then execute a death blow whenever it's ready. So there's, there's a, a lot of different strategies. And then there's other bosses where 
I, I basically started off trying to be a little more cautious and figuring out what their moves were. And mm-hmm. then I realized, you know what the best strategy for this boss is? It's to just stay up in their face, beating the yep. living hell out of them the entire time. Cause you don't yeah. give them room to set up their long attacks. You don't give them room. Like mm-hmm. you just stay straight up in their face and it's not and, and deflect stay and attack and deflect and attack. And, and you kill them so much quicker doing yep. that way than like, trying to play well, the long pole. I, I, I do say, like, I feel like, too, there was, like, a little more, like, emergent goofiness in this where, yes. you know, like the ninja like that I, that I led you to. Yep. Um, and, and you know, a, a friend of ours, a viewer, you know, he said, it, this took me three hours to do. Well, I accidentally <laughs> got knocked off a cliff and came back up and, and snuck up on him after climbing up the ladder and was literally able to backstab him once. This dude, <laughs> literally fell off a cliff and the ninja just decided to follow him and so he died that way yeah um so like i i do love like there is like this thing where it's like you know some people are like this boss took me hours and i'm like i killed him in 10 minutes on a mistake and you killed him in five minutes on a worse mistake and you know and, what's even funnier is that yeah. i've still seen more variants on that so i've seen where the ninja fell down and then yeah. went back through the little area that you have to do the the wall jumps to get up to him in the first place, and he yeah. was stuck looking at the wall, and so he walked up and backstabbed him. <laughs> well, like, he was down in in the yeah, cave. like stupid. I love Just like funny funny AI stuff. Yeah, I I love stuff like that, and whether that's like so good on purpose or on accident, like I I, I hope things like that stay in if they make another one. Um, well, like I, said, you, I, you I have a personal part. So what now? You want to hear what's even funnier to that part? What? You don't even have to fight that dude. Oh, I know. Yeah. You he, can just run totally, straight past him. Yeah. So the yeah, whole reason that the, the whole reason you go to this area is because there's a pagoda that has um what's called a shinobi prosthetic in it. And so you yeah. you have a fake arm or prosthetic arm that has all these cool gadgets and Palace. gizmos that you can use to help you in fights against different bosses and different enemies. Yep. And and so you have to find them throughout the game. That's one of the things that you're doing as you're going through these areas is discovering these things. Well, this boss that works, or, and he's not even a boss. He's actually just an enemy. He's just really yeah. crappy. He's just a very powerful enemy. He's, he's a very hard-hitting enemy for early in the game when you actually meet yeah. him. Because I went back he, afterwards. He's an, he's an early game boss, like so to speak. Like, yeah, he, he's, he's like an early boss, game boss. pain in the butt. I went back to him late game and I pushed his ish right oh, back dude, in I on itself. Yeah. And it was awesome. But anyway, so you can run up to the pagoda, open up the doors, grab the prosthetic, and leave. And like, you don't even have to fight the dude. And when people saw that, they were like, oh, you wouldn't even have to fight him. I'm like, I no, you like, don't. It's what? Great. Sorry, Hasrus, we love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, why you got to call me out like that, man? Um, but anyway, but that it's it's that kind of a fun game though. So the the, the again point of the game is is to go through, and it's very much like a other from software. There's various areas yeah. you can unlock. These areas most areas will have you know a couple mini bosses and then a big boss. Um, another interesting thing that you probably don't know because you haven't played this far yet is mm-hmm. later on in the game, you you get a chance to go back and explore the same areas again, but in a completely new way because you get the ability to swim. So you can dive right. underwater in this game and See, fight I, I, underwater. Well, I mean, I think and there are mini bosses that are underwater. It's nutty. Jesus. See, but I think that's one thing like from software's ever that that they've always done well is like they they've made a reason to always go back for like 
a second playthrough, a third playthrough, a fourth playthrough, mm-hmm. because like these, there's these like little nooks and crannies that you always miss with their games. That mm-hmm. that you know, especially like Bloodborne. Like Bloodborne was really good about, oh, so good. you know, it's like you know, on a second playthrough, just kind of like meandering, and you mm-hmm. just find stuff. So, like, I'm glad to hear that kind of carried over with Sekiro. I will beat that game one day. It's just like my schedule's so busy right now that like having a gr- a game that grindy and that difficult in in its grind is just like I I literally just can't right now. Like my schedule looks at that game yeah, and just like it just shakes its head no. It's like that Danny DeVito from from <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia gif where he's like you know just shaking really fast saying no. It it honestly it's one of those things too where. I found myself even later on into the playthrough realizing that most of the time I was making this stuff harder because I was still trying to play it like a, a Bloodborne or like a Bloodborne or a, or a Dark Souls. Yeah. Like the more that you get comfortable being aggressive in that game, the quicker and easier that game becomes to get through. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really interesting to me um, how that actually plays out because there's always a chance for you to escape with a grappling hook where there wasn't before, you know, like right. you used to run into a horde of enemies and there's nowhere for you to go. Now there's like a grapple point. You'd be like, Hey, I'm going to jump up here and get away from all his enemies and watch him reset. And, and I think there's, because they really added verticality and all these different dynamics into the game, it really helps to one. I believe it's their, the best game they've ever made. And so if you're a fan and you're like, should I get this? The answer is Absolutely. But two, yes, make sure you can put the time in. Like you said, you're yeah. gonna, you want to well, beat it okay. one day. You need to like set aside a week where it's the only thing that you play, so that you so get that beaten, muscle memory. You've beaten everything except the first Dark Souls from them, right? I've I've almost beaten Dark Souls two. I played probably a good eighty percent of that game. I beat so Dark beat Souls three and beaten Bloodborne. Yes. Okay. Okay. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So yeah, like in in your opinion, what? Is it just the combat, like actually them leaning on it, that makes it better for you in the end? No. Like, is that why it's your favorite game? My, it's or my favorite from software everything? game because everything they did this time was better. I okay. I, the the graphics are obviously a step up. It's a newer game, right? So that's it's kind now, of inherent. Also, like after you talked to me, you did switch your controller scheme, right? Where oh you hell went from yes! Being like front art, like the shoulder buttons to the triggers. Yes. Which I did much. that, and that was a game changer for me if you yes we'll just say this right now if you're playing Sekiro on xbox and you're using the default controls where the bumpers are your attack and deflect switch them to triggers yeah like, literally just literally yeah like rotate them like switch whatever to the your lt was make your your lb whatever your rt was make your your lb and use the triggers to fight i can't tell you how like when you said because, that it made so much especially sense when me. you have a controller with paddles on the back oh my god yes like uh, like being able to just do the uh, grapple hook with the paddle <sighs> As opposed to actually having to hit the uh, shoulder button, world of difference, it's man. A, it's like, a game. Oh, it makes the game so much better. It's a huge game changer, and just in, it, mainly because of how you hold it. And I've done this on stream a bunch of times, but like from software typically makes games first for PlayStation, and I think that's what they're more yes. comfortable developing for. So oh, yeah, I'm holding obviously. up a, a DualShock Four right now, and if you see when you hold a DualShock Four the normal way, your fingers naturally line up with the shoulder buttons. So it mm-hmm. makes 100% sense that they would just have that map to the RBLB on yeah. on a uh, on an Xbox controller. But if you look at an Xbox controller, the natural place where your fingers fall is the triggers. And so yeah. it's unnatural for you to be holding them up to the bumpers. And so you just you don't want to do that. But anyway, so that's, that's a little pro tip. But I actually, when I first started, I was maybe three mini bosses into the game. And you were like, dude, mm-hmm. you should just do this. And I literally changed the controls. I was completely yeah, like- thrown off. 
So you, like, restarted I, I restarted the, game, the right? entire yeah. game so I could go through the tutorial bits again <laughs> with with my with the with the, the, the triggers instead of the bumpers, and it made a world of difference. But yeah, dude. but why I think that the game is better is is I I like that they are continuing to advance the genre, right? Like it, it kind of yeah. feels like Bloodborne was a little bit of advancement because they switched up how you parry with like the gun. Well, Bloodborne was like faster in my opinion. Too. It was like, much Bloodborne faster. Just, yeah, just like was. I, you know, I even I remember when it came out, I just called it like arcade Dark Souls because that's what it felt like to me. And and Dark Souls, like I don't, you know, go for it. Just don't kill the mess. I just don't like Dark Souls. Like, don't get me wrong. I like watching Dark Souls. Like, it's sure. a cool game to watch people play. I don't have fun playing that game. It's too slow. It's too clunky. And even, even like, even Bloodborne and Sekiro are still kind of clunky to me. Um, oh, just wait. But like, they're they're a lot more fun. So, Dark Souls three, Dark Souls three had a better pace to it in terms of like your character and how you moved and things like that. How fluid everything was. And there were some really good boss fights in there that I enjoyed. But Bloodborne previously was my favorite from software game for those reasons. It felt more arcadey. It felt more fun. It felt like there was definitely a yeah. darker and and again it was they did. I thought that they just did a better job crafting the world and the story in Bloodborne than they did in Dark Souls, even Dark Souls Three. And and with Sekiro, I feel like this was the first time that they did a really good job telling a story without you wondering what the hell was going on the whole time. And and yeah, that dude. Yes, that <laughs> like, the, like the narrative in this is so much like let so me, much. Let me fit, let me help you with convoluted. this. There is one. There is a narrative yes. from the very beginning. They basically take you and your intro, your your intro mission is you going to meet up with with Master Kuro, who's this child that you're you're sworn to protect, and you're going to save him because he's locked away in a tower. This is not spoiler. Yeah. It's your first mission, right? So like right yeah. away they endear you to him, and and say like yeah, this right. is your dude. You know. And the yeah, whole yeah, game, exactly. This is this is this is B. You protect B. Yes, and you and you always go back, and and whenever you go back to advance the story, you're always interacting with the same characters that are giving you more information. And if you choose to do side quest things, it's typically stuff that that doesn't add to the main story. It adds to the world lore, and I like that too because now I don't feel like I'm missing anything by not doing side stuff. I still get that full meat of my story if I mainline it and I'm not missing like, Oh, holy crap. But you do learn a lot about the characters that you're interacting with. If you do the side mm -hmm. stuff and you learn more about like why the world's the way the world is. If you do some side stuff and you really meet some interesting, cool bosses, if you do the side stuff. So I really encourage doing that. I did, I did yeah. everything that I literally have. Beaten. It's a game definitely worth exploring. Like if it's your kind of game. Yeah. I, I beat every single boss that I could. In, in the full playthrough I did. Apparently there's two bosses, I think, that I haven't beaten in the game yet, and that's because they're only available in the super bad ending. So this weekend I'm actually going back and we're going to do the bad ending. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, what okay, do I want to like, play? Time, time, I want to play it again. Time-wise, how long did it take you to beat the good ending? So 53 hours was the good ending. Okay. But you got to keep in mind, like that was me getting used to the game, fighting these right, bosses right, for the first time, figuring out their around. movesets. I, I went through what took me almost two streams the first time in 30 minutes. So I feel like yeah. I'm going to be in one or two streams going to be able to get through this game. Really? So um, you think the next one's going to be seven to nine hours then? If that. Yeah, I think okay. it's going to be quick. Uh, and, and I'm not well, going to worry about you, optional you, bosses. You, and you, you, you beat the ogre without any kind of like... No. I remember I, like when the second time you playing through like... I barely yeah, beat the ogre. Like I barely beat him. And then this last time when I went back... Yeah, you, 
I mean, I I had to heal it's once because I made I got dude, greedy once. Dude on him. Yeah, I I got greedy once and and had you got to. Paid. Yeah, yeah. He he smacked he, you around he, that one time. He dinged me, but like no, I I ended him. So I'm I'm really not worried about these things. Right. And and there were certain things that definitely played on my fears. Like there's a giant nope rope in the game. Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's a giant nope rope in the game, and it scares oh, the crap out of terrible, me. Terrible, dude. Terrifying. Oh, God, just, but now I, I know it's there. About it. You know, like now I know it's there. I know where it's going to be. I know what it it does. Yeah. It's not. I'm not going to hesitate. Half the time I spent, I spent hesitating. Like I'm just like, I don't want right. to go there. What am I going to do when I get there? Now all that uncertainty's gone. I can just go. I'm just like, all right. Yep, I remember this part. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, and well, I mean, and like with the, the no probe section, I definitely, I think I did better on it because I was like, I, I don't, I don't know, like Sekiro in a way is is, if it kind of had more of the mechanics I actually enjoy, which is just pure button mashing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I like more God of War style. Like yes. uh, that game would probably be one of my favorite games ever. It's up there. Um, because like the whole like push, 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 push mentality is mm-hmm. like just right it right in line with my core being as a person mm-hmm. um you know so it's it's i i, I want to go back to it but yeah like i think i that's why i did so well with like parts of like the no probe and stuff like that like like i didn't hesitate a bunch like i was just yeah, like just let's went. see if i can let, yeah let's see if i can actually get away with going now yep and, and see if like you know it destroys me and it det- it got me a couple of times but there's yeah, a couple but, good clips out there as well but yeah it was you just go yeah you just go yeah, so so between between the narrative, the yeah, between between the narrative, between the the enhancements to combat, like again, they they took they managed to capture the essence and the difficulty of of from software bosses, yeah, with a whole new way of attacking them, and I thought oh, that yeah, that's dude. it's brilliant to me that they that they were able to do that because well, can I be like no oh, go for go it ahead. go for it ask no, go ahead. question. Go ahead. No, I'm just no, saying, like, I think so it's brilliant. In, in, yeah, in my head, like the samurai game I was most looking forward to this year was like, um, was it Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I thought, like, and I kind of felt like Sekiro was like the one that people were excited for, but it wasn't Ghost of Tsushima. Like, I feel like everybody was actually more hyped about it. Yep. And then like Sekiro was just kind of like leading, like second behind in in, in the idea of hype. But yeah, I think like they've kind of set this bar now that uh, ghosts is going to have to live up to, and they better. <laughs> like you know, it's going to be one of those things. Like you literally don't want to like. Has it been a samurai game that people really talk about in years? And now like there's the possibility of two in two one year, year and yeah. like now you have to live up to this grand expectation because it is from software. Like don't get me wrong, yeah, like people were excited for it, but it's from software, so a lot of people were also dismissive of it because it's just like, well, I'm not going to be able to play this game because it's too, too hard. hard and too yeah. grindy um, because they already have that connotation for whatever game they do. And, you know, so everybody was like probably looking at Ghost of Tsushima where it's like, oh, like the everyman samurai. Yeah. Um, I mean, it- but but without, as good as it was, and I think it is like easier for, for than all the other games, I feel like to an extent, like in, in, in play style. So um, to I'm get gonna, a grasp, I'm going to pause that thought because I want I want to I do want to touch on that. I don't sure. think that it's easier. I I really don't feel like it's easier. What I feel like is they just do a better I feel like job it's smoother, of smoother, ex- which in my head makes it easier. I agree. That's where I agree. I feel that they yeah. do a better job of educating you on how to play the game. Where previous from software games, you just kind of have to figure them out. 
This one yeah. actually has Hanbei, or as I, I affectionately call him, Hanbei Bay. Right? He he's this oh, character that yeah, is yeah. meant to help you practice these mechanics, and and he has up until probably about halfway through the game or so, he he continues to have new things for you to be able to to work on with him, but he really helps you to iron out the core. And like whenever I would step away from the game, I would come back to the game and and come back to a place where where I'm sitting there just going, hey, second interruption today. Yay! Yeah, right. New record. I've got one. You've got one. Um, all right. And and so I think that the thing about having Hanbei Bay is that yep. it honestly just it, – it really – helps you to be able, like, even if you have to walk away, like the first thing that I would do every time that I came back to Sekiro was go to Hanbei and just run mm -hmm. through training with him a couple times just to like get that yeah. timing down again get and get back in that rhythm of the game sure. before getting back into it and like going to an attack and boss fight. And, yeah. and the last bit of the game, I just did three nights in a row because I was just like, I just need to do this. Actually, there's four nights in a row. I'm like, I just need to get through this because I don't want to lose my muscle memory that I've developed right, right. with this game right now. So you're right. I think that there's there's a certain amount of it, but I, I do believe that they do such a good job of easing you into things. Like there's there's bosses that are there that are are there to teach you things. Like there's, there's bosses yeah. and characters early on that are specifically there to help you to hone in one skill. Like, there's there's the Shinobi Hunter who you guys will figure out where and and why he's there. But there's a there's a mini boss called the Shinobi Hunter, and he has this giant spear. And his only goal in the entire game, I am convinced, is to teach you how to Makiri counter, which yeah, is uh, yeah. which is basically if uh if you if someone does a thrust attack at you, whether it's a foot, a sword, or a spear, they do a thrust attack. You basically can like step on whatever weapon it is or their foot and drag them to the ground and counter it. And it does a huge amount of damage to their posture. Yep. And so that boss, the main way that you beat him is not really beating him into submission. It's just it's he's one of those stay close counter with the Makiri counter and time that correctly and and then you can beat him uh that way. So there's yeah. there's just a lot of of those types of mechanics to the game where where they do a good job of, of ushering you through and we're like, okay, well, I have this skill down. Okay, well, now we've unlocked this ability. Now you can unlock this tree of skills. Now you can unlock this tree of skills. Well, here's this buff to make this even stronger. Here's this to help you do this. And, mm -hmm. and they continue to build out your character. So by the end, you not only have mastered a lot of these skills, and again, a little bit of a spoiler, but they do you do revisit some of these bosses. <laughs> Yes. Multiple times, as you do often in, in in from software games, but you do revisit a good good number of these bosses. So they really help you to sharpen those types of skills, and with variation. They're yeah. not like carbon copies, but they have variations. But they're still bosses where you're just like, oh god, not this one again. Right. But you you surprise yourself at how much easier it is to beat them because you understand them, and then even if they have different move variations, you can adjust to them quickly. So a lot mm -hmm. of times. The second time I fought a boss, I was like, oh, God, I don't want to fight this, fight this boss again. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, Not it was like, by the, time, by the same token, that was first try. Like, it was, that was a yeah, first try yeah, boss. Yeah. It wasn't, a, oh, God, it's going to take me forever to get through him again. It's like, a, mm -hmm. oh, no, first try. Okay. That sucked, but okay, we're good. I forget Moving which on. dude I encountered where it was like the second like version of them, and I was like, please, uh, no. Please, no. It's probably think, the like, samurai. 
the, yeah, the, the mini, time, samurai mini boss they're like oh, there's like yeah, four it, it might have been that one by then like i had been playing the game like five or six hours on stream and i was just like yep here's where we're calling it for the day because i am not leaving today mad so uh, the, i will see you guys tomorrow <laughs> the bane of my existence there's one mini boss that you guys will find his name is seven spears and it's like something something of the seven spears yes. he was such a giant pain in my ass and then there's a point much later in the game where you see him again and you're like, oh no, <laughs> but he was, he was actually way better the second time, way better the second time. So anyway, point is, is that's it. But Sekiro, I think, I think we're, we're going on and on in circles, but if, if you, yes. again, to kind of round out, why is Sekiro the game of the month? Why do I think it's so much better yeah. For all those reasons. I think the graphically it's the best game oh, they've yeah. made. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. The use of color is amazing. Like Bloodborne oh, it's was without very... a doubt the most beautiful game. Like Bloodborne and it, I think, are like Well, Bloodborne's beautiful, but it's very dark. Right? Yeah. And well, Dark it's, Souls it's macabre. like it, that's what it's supposed to be though. Right. And 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 it happens all at nighttime, right? So like there's no yeah. there's no sunshine in Bloodborne. And in and in Dark Souls there's a combination of light and dark, but it's it's very like veiled in gray. Like there's it's yeah. just a very dark gray game. Well, it's medieval. Yeah, it's medieval. So you have that. But this game, it's like the colors are so vibrant. There, there. It definitely has that darker style to it from an art thematic yeah. place. But like my god, the use of color is so good. And there's day missions and night missions and and all kinds of of things that you do. So most beautiful game they ever made. Best narrative they ever made. Huge improvements to combat and the way that they assimilate you into the combat in this game, um, and, and, and I, I, there's just for for that and and more, which I just we don't think we have any more time that I can dive in and gush over this game right. anymore. I think what you need to do is do a review. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do a positively honest review of Sekiro. Don't worry, don't worry. There's that, and there's many other much more content coming from Sekiro, from Retrofiz, and from me, but. It's also the first game that I've ever beaten from 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 software and wanted immediately to go back in. And if that right. doesn't speak volumes, like it wasn't like that instant relief of like I'm done with this to where you're just like, "Oh, I want to play more." Yeah, when when I was done with Bloodborne, I was like, I could choose to do again, I could have choose chose to do like kind of a a weird ending, but I had to fight another boss or I could just like be done. And I was like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to be done. I'm just going to beat it. Yeah. And I'm done. I've beaten it, right? Like, I can say I beat it. They're like, yep. I'm like, okay, I beat it. I'm done. And same thing with Dark Souls 3. I was like, I'm mm -hmm. so ready for this to be done. Right. And I'm so happy yeah. that I got through it, but I'm so ready for this to be done. Sekiro, I'm like, God, that last boss was such a pain in the butt. <laughs> Let's go try and see if I can do the first part better again now. You know? Right, right. <laughs> I was like, oh my yeah. God. So, that that too is, I guess, a more of a testament to me, to me as a player, not only growing in my love for these types of games, but also from the fact that like I was someone that hated Dark Souls. I was your stereotypical like, oh, that's a Souls game. <laughs> Who cares? Not gonna play it. I, I played Dark Souls one and I hated Yeah. I hated that game. I ain't touching anymore. They all suck. And and I was <laughs> I was like dared to play it and then lost a bet to play it and then kind of started to like it. And even now, like you won't get me to go back and play those other games again. I'll, I'll play yeah. Bloodborne 2. I'll play whatever the next one is. I'm not going back and playing the, the old Souls games, but I'll play the hell out of Sekiro. It is so much fun. But with that being said, I think that is, that is all the time that we're going to give you today. If you want more of us, you need to show up on Thursday nights for Bitten Plays. Time. 
Yes. Or you need to listen to our other backlog of amazing podcasts that have already been recorded on this show. So, yes. Aren't those all on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts? They are. It's amazing. Oh, my God. How simple. I know. You just do a search for Boom in the Night, and you can find all of this amazing content. That said, you can catch us live on RetroFizz and on the RetroFizz YouTube. Yes. You should totally be following all of that stuff, including you should be following us. So you can see our dates right here on this show. And if you can't, if you can't see them because you're listening, that is our Twitters, which is at BoomLiveTV and at Nighttide, as well as our Mixer.com slash BoomLive and slash Nighttide. Remember, BoomLive is an Indian news organization. I am BoomLiveTV. The TV is you're, very important. You're going to get vastly different content depending on which one you follow. <laughs> I love that you keep bringing I, I, that up. <laughs> I, dude, I got followed. Like, it, it simmered down, right? And this week, I don't know if some major news happened. I got followed by 20 Indian reporters. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. They're boosting my socials, but still. I got the TV, okay? I both left TV. All right, but you that's know, it, guys. Like, <laughs> we love your faces, and we will catch you uh, next week. Next week is the AMA. Next week's the AMA. Oh. If you're listening to this in sequence, Next week is the AMA. Submit your questions to the, the RetroFizz uh, Discord, Discord or on Twitter at either of us, and we will uh, take those questions and then be there live Thursday right around 10 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, uh, I think on my channel, right? We're doing that on my channel now? Yes. Exclusively? Yes, so on Mixer.com yes. slash Nighttide, and we will be recording the AMA live. So be there, be square, and we will catch you next time. Yes. I love your faces, peeps. Bye-bye. Be the joy.